Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Tellich Talks. This week, we're going to go racing, talk about the state of the sport of NASCAR, where we think it is now and perhaps where it will be going. You all have heard of the worries about attendance over the past several years, how things have kind of declined in some way, shape, or form. The president of NASCAR, Steve Phelps, has said, and he has told various media members that they basically ignored the hardcore fans over so many years, and they are paying the price for that. Brad Keselowski has said it's this is up to everybody within the sport to create exciting racing, and that will make more and more fans want to return to watching NASCAR racing. Of course, they've lost sponsors, Lowe's, Target, Subway. They have all jumped off the bandwagon, if you will. And the race attendance has been inconsistent, but certainly as you continue along the lines, you can see there may be some solutions to get things going for the sport. But they've got lots of questions, and all those great stars of years past are no longer in those cars. Some of the personalities are gone, and the tide has kind of changed to a different type of racing format and what have you. And things just were not gelling in the past several years. And so they're hoping that perhaps they've hit a point where they can start to climb a little bit out of the hole that they're in and make racing exciting and obviously make more fans turn towards the sport. So I figured in this episode, I'd bring in my colleague, PJ Ziegler, and he's got some thoughts about the sport of NASCAR. He's seen it up close and personal before he came to Fox 8 in Cleveland, and most recently, just as several weeks back, uh, getting down to Daytona and getting the coverage done for us there as well. So let's switch things over and check in with PJ. Let's talk NASCAR with PJ Ziegler. PJ, you came to the station about eight years ago, and part of your upbringing is a sports reporter was being down in Virginia and being covering the NASCAR circuit when it would come through. What was it like then, and then what was it like for you to go to Daytona this year? Well, I remember when I first moved to West Virginia for the job, uh, I was working there, and one of the main sports down there was NASCAR and I knew nothing about NASCAR when I got there. I mean I knew the the main drivers but I didn't really know much about the sport and I had the same kind of preconceived ideas that a lot of other people had. Oh NASCAR I got a bunch of guys that just turned left for four hours. But I tell you what, when you go to a race it changes the way you view the race. It changes the way you view the drivers. It changes the way you view the sport uh, in general. And so um, I mean, we used to cover uh, both Bristol races. We used to cover both Martinsville races, both Charlotte races. I mean, every Sunday we had we were covering NASCAR races. We were doing NASCAR pieces when the guys came to town. And um, so I learned a lot about NASCAR and the, the sport behind the sport, if you will, mm-hmm. um, with it. And Having the opportunity to go to Daytona this year uh, was just just phenomenal. I mean, the Super Bowl, as everyone knows, the Super Bowl of racing. I mean, the biggest race of the year to start off the season, um, and it was just just incredible. And as we featured on our show throughout the week, plenty of Northeast Ohio ties to that sport, um, and we only 
touch the tip of the iceberg, if you will, on that. I mean, you had everything from Roger Penske, born and raised in Shaker yep. Heights. You got Matt Tiff this year running in the uh, NASCAR uh, or the Monster uh, Monster Energy Cup uh, Series. You've got Ryan Blaney, who uh, his dad, uh, you know, from Trumbull County, still has his grandparents are still in Trumbull County. He gets back three or four times a year, um, you know, to this area. And then you have simply the fact of, uh, the tires that are made for all of the series, both the, the truck series, the Xfinity, and the Cup series, they're all made right here in our backyard in Akron, Ohio. Um, you know, 3,200 plus tires uh, uh, that they take at each and every race weekend. If it's a, th- a three series uh, race or if it's a two series, it's like 24, 2,500. Uh, but they're all made. I learned when I went down there, I didn't know this, but um, they, these tires are all made in Goodyear about uh, three, three and a half months before the actual race. They're shipped to a warehouse in Columbus where they're mounted. And then from Columbus, they're taken to the racetrack for that particular race for the teams um and it's just an incredible you know process and then we, we even featured the one day miles stanley who's a car engineer for joey logano's team uh has been with the team since 2013 uh obviously joey logano won the uh the the, the, the cup mm-hmm. title last year so you learn about these guys and he was a a jackson high school graduate so a yeah. lot of these guys have northeast ohio connections and you just don't realize how big uh of a of a role Ohio and Northeast Ohio plays in, in the NASCAR uh, circuit and the NASCAR series week in and week out. Kind of eyeballing the stats as far as the attendance is concerned, uh, or even more particular, the ratings uh, on, on a national level. And I know maybe two, three years ago, you're looking at about 4.6 million ish uh, per telecast. Now they're down to like somewhere above 3 million. I'm sure Daytona skews higher than other races. What are some of the factors you think as to why it's it's dipped and has it dipped as far as it's going to dip? Um, I'm not sure about if it's dipped as far as it's going to dip. I think one of the reasons for the the maybe the the slide in ratings. Um, you have a lot of young drivers, a lot of new drivers that people don't you know know about. You know, yeah. back in the day when you tuned in, you had your Dale Earnhardt's, you had your um, Mark Martins, you had your uh, Joe Nemechek's. You had I mean you had familiar names that were there. For years, racing at the the, the same tracks, um, you know the Daryl Wall trips and things like that, and then all of a sudden now you have this these fresh faces, these these new guys that maybe came up through the Xfinity series that maybe People weren't well known in the yeah. Xfinity series, and now they're racing. I mean, you got 21, 22, 23 year old guys, kids, if you will, mm-hmm. behind the wheel, and they're trying to get into the you know create that next wave of um, of Na- you know NASCAR. But you know Jeff Gordon's not in the car anymore. Tony Stewart's not yeah. in the car anymore. You don't have that quote unquote bad boy uh, you know guy mm. on the on the track maybe like a Tony Stewart was portrayed. Um, you don't have the, you know, the Mark Martins, the Carl Edwards, the Casey Canes. All those guys have all kind of gone away. So you have some of the older veterans, but then you have a lot of newer guys. And I think it's just the whole name recognition. I think that's kind of what caused uh, that to, to slide. But I tell you what, this this past year, the numbers were up for, Dayton, you know, Daytona 500, especially in the Cleveland market. And, um, you know, maybe that's a sign of, of where things are going as, as the sport continues to grow. I do know that I, I talked to one PR representative from nascar and i asked him about you know ratings and things like that and his response to me was look at we're neck and neck with football when it comes to ratings yeah, we to just don't get we just don't get the coverage that the nfl gets for whatever reason i maybe just because 
NFL is just, you know, a step above or whatever. But NASCAR does everything they can to try to draw interest anywhere they can from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, they they could test that their numbers are right there with the NFL. But, um, you know, maybe it's just the lack of just the name, the name power. Some of the big names are no longer racing and people kind of have you know, lost interest from that standpoint. And some of these other things, just like baseball, you know, we talk about the millennials, you're trying to, you're trying to get these millennials involved in the sport. And, um, maybe some of these races are starting to be too long. Like they talk about baseball, baseball is too long of a sport. Maybe that plays a role in it. Um, I think the ever-changing rules that they have uh, sometimes I think play play uh, play a role in it. But they they're trying to do everything they can, just like baseball, to appease to everybody or to at least the majority of the crowd and keep their ratings going. And I think they have to get more of a representation of what America is all about. You've got Bubba Wallace, African American. Yep. There yep. is a, a, a driver from Mexico, I believe, is it Sanchez and Suarez? Uh, Suarez, I'm yeah, sorry. Suarez, and yep. So Suarez, I see. I was wrong there. I apologize. And so that's an area that really needs to reflect the sport has to reflect more and more uh about the demographics of america and it's you know bubba's bubba's got to catch fire and people have to want to you know put him up there as the guy that they want to follow it would have to be almost similar to what tiger woods tiger woods did with the uh, pga you know he he came in and he started winning tournaments all of a sudden everybody wanted to model their game after you know tiger woods and and be that next big thing and i think very similar similarly that's what nascar's you know needs to do uh bubba wallace some of these guys you know get behind you know the other thing too when uh, danica patrick was in the sport yeah uh, it drew a lot of interest on the women's side because it was like, oh, there's a woman uh, uh, competing in, in the sport. And now without her in it, um, you know, there's really in the not at least in this in the uh, energy uh, monster uh, energy uh, series. There, there's there's no females. Now there are in the truck series race. Yeah. Um, there's actually a couple of them. And and hopefully that trend will continue and more and more women will get involved in the sport you know and if they start winning especially females if they start winning i think that starts to draw more more and more women just like uh what is it ashley force from um uh the the drag drag racing same kind of thing when you the start force winning yeah. the force family all of a sudden you start to draw more interest from all these outside uh were women who are like oh i i, I never thought i could be a race car driver but i see the xyz's doing it why why can't i be the next big thing and i think if that kind of trend continues you could see um the changing landscape just like we're seeing elsewhere in sports with women title nine you know collegiate sports and things like that and it's still if you're really into the sport it it can be very exciting but then you can have instances like at the end of the daytona 500 this year where he had so many yellow flags in the last so few laps that it kind of just can you know you're waiting for a momentum for the event to continue yeah absolutely and i think when people go to a race, it, it's ironic. When teams are, are at a race, the last thing they want to do is have a crash. When yeah. you're a spectator or a fan, that's all you want, all you want <laughs> is a crash. And so I think like when the, that, tr- that race was going on and, and being there at, at Daytona, the the whole sense there at the at the place was okay. The big one's gonna happen. When's it gonna happen? Who's gonna get involved? And you were just kind of waiting for it to happen, and then boom, it happened. And then a lot of times in NASCAR, caution breeds caution, and so one after another after another. And as you get towards the end of the race, teams start to get a little bit more antsy. They start to get a little bit more um, uh, selfish. They they seem to you know they're they're trying to get to the to the end and they're trying to win the thing. And so uh, that obviously 
plays into why you have some of these the, the crashes. But yeah, I think it's it's interesting from a team. If you talk to any team member, yeah. they want to avoid the big one. They're trying, you know, they don't like the crashes. And then there's other most of the fans when they go to a race, that's all they look for. Especially when you have a big, you know, you're at a big track like uh, Daytona or Talladega, um, a super speedway like that, and and you wreck. That's that's what people are waiting for. That's what they they like. Um, now, if you're rooting for a favorite driver and you have drivers involved in it, then maybe you don't like it as much. But most of the time, when you're at these tracks, they're just waiting for that big one to happen because that's where you get your action. It, it, and 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 no nothing against NASCAR when you're just driving around in circles for four hours. It can to somebody watching, it can be boring. So as soon as you get that big wreck, all of a sudden it's like, oh, a big wreck. You know, now all of a sudden you're involved in the. <laughs> you're involved in it again because you're who got involved or what happened or who crashed and and all that and then you're when they restart back up you're like okay now is this going to create another sort of chain of you know wrecks that are going to end up stretching the race out longer or changing the whole dynamics of the race which we saw at daytona and 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 what you see at every speedway as long and every driver will tell you as long as you're there at the end you have a chance to win chance. it, but you got to avoid that big one, and that's what everybody seems to always try to do and what the fans always want to see is the big one. The great sports reporter <laughs> from Holy Name High School. and a <laughs> The good pride old, of Parma Heights. The pride of Parma Heights and a good old boy, P.J. Ziegler. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, J.T. And back here updating things a little bit. After four races so far in the schedule... We have seen three of the four races have an increase in the amount of network viewership, so that certainly is a bit of good news. Small increases, but increases nonetheless, up 4% this past weekend for the Ticket Guardian 500, which took place down in Phoenix. And one of the guys that was profiled quite a bit during PJ's coverage down in Daytona, Ryan Blaney, hustled his way to a third-place finish, and you saw Matt Tift come in 20th place. That's his best finish so far this year. But a long way to go to get the popularity of the sport to where people would like to see it. Certainly, uh, maybe those small gestures that uh, guys do out at the race course are things that can help the popularity of the sport. Ryan Blaney, uh, when he was in the lower series, the Xfinity series, did something as simple as hand the checkered flag to a fan right after he raced. And that's one of those personal kind of connections that NASCAR prides itself on and perhaps can help win more younger uh, fans into the sport. You even saw a social media dust-up that Matt Tift was involved in. There was an incident in the NBA when Russell Westbrook uh, was on the sidelines trying to get a basketball, and a kid came over and kind of just touched him. And I'm sure the kid was just so excited to be near him, and he touched him. And Russell uh, reacted. Not, not He didn't, you know, shoo the kid away or, or wasn't violent towards him, but he did say a few things after the game about mm, that type of thing should not happen. And Matt Tift came back on social media saying, oh, boy, you know, poor, rich basketball player having to deal with a fan wanting his attention. And then Matt pointed out that, hey, on our way into our cars and out of our cars, we're always constantly interacting with our fans. And that's what we do in our sport. And it's something that can help our sport as we move forward. You have young stars, young stars like Chase Elliott. He was the most pop, voted the most popular racer uh, a year ago. You just don't have the case of Dale Earnhardt, who was Dale Earnhardt Jr., I should say, who was a 15-time uh, individual who was voted the most popular 
races. So they have room to go and room to grow in the sport of NASCAR, and they're making their way ever so gently as they navigate new and exciting experiences to bring the sport of NASCAR to different audiences around the globe and around the country. Steve Phelps, the president of NASCAR that we alluded to before, says they need a wider variety of tracks. And that's kind of a tough thing because NASCAR has its schedule kind of locked in and there's not that much wiggle room to change things up. But he says a wider variety of tracks, perhaps even mid-week racing, but he said everything is in play to try to keep the sport of NASCAR in the forefront and make it as popular as possible. And by the way, over the weekend, with that tiny increase in the viewership of the Ticket Guardian 500, it was still the biggest or the highest watched uh, program in terms of sports over the weekend. So not what it used to be when it was gargantuan many years ago, but it is still... There's still a lot there and a lot to work with, perhaps, to grow the future of the sport of NASCAR. Well, that's it for another edition of Tellich Talks. We appreciate you listening to our show. We would, of course, love if you give us any kind of a review or um, subscribe to us in any of the platforms that you listen to these types of podcasts. And any feedback we get, we will take to heart and try to grow these things as we continue along the line. And what would you like to hear me talk about, or what individuals in the world of sports would you like to hear interviews from? We are very open to suggest as we move forward. So thanks once again for listening. We'll catch you the next time on Tellich Talks.